welcome back to the Balanced Body Podcast. I uh, appreciate everyone being uh, here and listening to this latest piece of information that we continue to talk about as it relates to vaccinations. And um, uh, today we're going to talk about a little bit about chickenpox, a little bit about the rotavirus, a little bit about retroviruses, and a little bit about um, just as much education as I can give you as to what I received from the documentary that was a nine-part series done by uh, Charlene and uh, Ty Bollinger. And again, this is, this is a reiteration of their wonderful documentary they put together. I just took a lot of notes in the the purpose of that was to inform because I felt like an idiot uh, because I didn't know half of this stuff. And like I've said in the podcasts before, I literally cried um, during every one of the documentary series because of the amount of corruption and amount of focus on money versus safety and safety as it relates to little infants and little children that never even had an option or a voice to say whether they wanted something or not. I don't blame parents at all. Um, Parents aren't informed. That's not a parent's fault. Uh, I, I blame the big pharma. I blame doctors for not educating. So today we're going to talk a little bit about this stuff as it relates to number one, the scientific method. Okay, what is that? Ask the question and research answers. Even if you don't like the answers, we don't have to like them. Um, but as it as it relates to positive or negative. Um, we have to ask the questions and try to find the solutions to create a more positive outcome, which I don't feel like it's been done. It, we have, I feel like what has been done is there's been research, there's been negative uh, solutions, and there has been the lack of safety issues. And so we've turned it into dogma. Is, um, so the, the dogmatic information is, has been edited and it goes into scientific journals. If the research goes against the federal policies, the research would be then dismissed and ignored and not put into journals. Now, this is paraphrased and said by a guy named David Lewis, who is a PhD. He was the actual whistleblower um, as he wrote the article, Science for Sale, and it documents all of this if you're looking uh, to look deeper into the fact that there's a lot of people out there doing great research and finding negative uh, outcomes and trying to uh, put this information out there, but it's being censored and it's being hidden. It's been put in the drawer and it's being um, kept from the people that need to see it to make the most important decisions. And that is the decisions to um, ax some of the things that are going on, like putting out and processing particular types of vaccinations or medications that cause so many problems. And it's unfortunate uh, that the pharmaceutical companies are running these universities 
that are doing research and they're manipulating the data to protect and cover up the adverse effects all in the sake of money. As I continue on my tangent, I did not know in the parent, apparently people working at the CDC end up working for big pharma and becoming instant millionaires. There's, there seems to be a comp, there's the CDC is compromised is, is basically what's being said. There's a conflict of inter, interest, uh, especially when it, when it uh, relates to Frank DiStefano. Uh, he pushes vaccines and the safety of vaccines, basically promoting big pharma. They're not protecting children because they're not studying and they're not researching and finding safety within these vaccines. And how do we know that? Because, because we're not seeing the research that shows the safety. And Robert F. Kennedy Jr. says that the CDC actually sells vaccine because it holds about 50 patents as it relates to vaccinations. It's funny because the EPA, uh, which is the Environmental Protection Agency, says there is a limited amount of aluminum mercury within these vaccines that are given these, to these tiny little newborns. But what they don't realize is the, that on the CDC schedule, which is the Center for Disease Control, their first vaccine given to these newborns already exceeds the limit of aluminum and mercury, it's, which is mind-blowing because how do they not know that information? And, I, and I, I will say that in most cases, in most situations in life, you do find in big corporations, there's a lack of communication. I haven't found a company yet that I'm aware of, I have worked with, worked for, that didn't have serious communication to do as far as cross-linking what was going on in one end of the company and on the other end of the company. Well, this is a, a really good example, but unfortunately, it, all, it's, it is unfortunate because what's what's ultimately being hurt is our children and the safety of our children has been sacrificed so let's talk about let's talk about the chickenpox uh so the expert on varicella or chickenpox is gary goldman he worked at the cdc he did and was the one to go to about uh, all the statistical evidence and information on chickenpox. And he, Gary Goldman, was going to come out and talk about um, his research and how it was causing an increase in shingles, which is, I don't know if any of you are aware of anybody's had shingles. I am, and that is not good. But I did not know but there that there is an epidemic in shingles right now. And so he wanted to bring forth this evidence that he had found and they blocked his research. He, he was not able to speak at a con the conference he was going to reveal this at and um, they took his research away from him, which basically um, verified that the vaccine, the chickenpox vaccine, what it ultimately was supposed to do was immunize you from getting the chickenpox. And but what was ultimately happening was once you didn't get the chickenpox, which we know 
getting a disease creates the immunization and antibodies that you need to protect you from it's the natural immunity that happens and so if you got the vaccine ultimately because the chickenpox is airborne and very contagious later in life you ultimately ended up getting shingles which caused a tremendous more amount of deaths than if you would have just gotten chickenpox when you were younger and then created that natural immunity for yourself big backfire um, from what they found but they're still but but they're still promoting the chickenpox vaccine even though they're finding that that's not the route and and now they've got this big epidemic going and the, you know the problem is with people is, is if once once they take something away that that's admitting that they were wrong from the very beginning so what what happens is they ultimately don't take it away because they don't want to have the admission and then they they also the vaccine loses money for the pharmaceutical company so that's pretty much chickenpox and i just wanted to give kudos for the gary goldmans of the world who actually had a conscience and we're actually trying to do some good. We also have another whistleblower called Dr. William Thompson of the, he was the lead researcher at the CDC um, Immunization Safety Office that also was trying to talk about the research that he found as it related to the MMR vaccine. So the mumps, measles, and rubella. And what he found was, and ended up, um, for you know, unfortunately, he sat on this for about 13 years. But he found that the vaccine MMR, if it was given in the early stages of an infant's life, meaning previous to nine months, it had a greater chance, and the chance is 296 percent more chance of causing autism and little black babies um, if it was given on that the CDC suggested schedule. And what he would wished and wanted, all he suggested was that the CDC change the schedule and delay the vaccine until after the age of three years of old, three years of age. Just, just so we know here, uh, this was happened in November 7th, 2001, and he was put on leave of absence um, but Frank DiStefano is the one that hid this information um, from the public, and 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 what it what they found was about a hundred thousand children were black black babies were diagnosed with autism because of this MMR vaccine that could have been avoided, could have been avoided if they would have just changed the schedule and waited just waited and not given that MMR vaccine pr that prior to that 36 months. And it's interesting because I guess there is a journal called the Pediatrics that is owned by Big Pharma and says in that journal that the MMR is safe, that there is no risk and that we should be, we should not study this anymore the MR does the MMR does not cause autism, even though we have a hundred thousand babies proven otherwise. So 
let's just imagine here, if there's a vaccine is $300 per vaccine and you have millions and millions of people getting this vaccine, can you imagine the amount of money being made? And also what the evidence came out that on the vaccine advisory board for the CDC, that they have, that there, there are tremendous, the people sit on this board have tremendous ties to the big pharma industry. And did you know that big pharma actually is the number one contributor to political campaigns? So this is in our politicians. And the second is oil and gas and then military and aerospace. But the, the number one is big pharma. A lot of money being given to politicians to push vaccinations. A lot of money to be made. So now we move on to the rotavirus, which was, which was created by a guy, a guy named Paul Offit. And, um, you know, apparently he went off in, into a foreign country, uh, was, was, you know, doing his little adventure out in the Amazon and witnessed a child dying from rotavirus. Came back, it impacted him so much that he decided to come up with a vaccine. Wonderful. Okay, yeah, so I can see you're trying to do really, really good here. But the vaccine, child, children do not need this vaccine. Typically, every child under the age of five gets this sort of rotavirus, and it is something that the healthcare system can take care of very easily, if need be. Basically, the kid just um, gets very, very dehydrated. Um, that's, that's really it. And then there's that natural immunity that comes into play. But this vaccine, if taken, there's zero benefit but big risks because the the actual rotavirus vaccine causes severe gastrointestinal distress and makes creates a much worse situation and at the end of the day you know the overall ask question asked is you know gastrointestinal distress that's that's your immunity that is a situation where um you don't want a child to be super sick like that, um, if and especially if it's if the vaccine is supposed to help you. And if no child has ever died from the rotavirus in the U.S. of A., uh, is it really worth our child getting that much gastrointestinal issues, which ultimately is going to ultimately is going to cause allergies and intolerances if you have that much distress on on the gastrointestinal system at such a young age. And you know, before before I end, um, what's interesting is the information on the rotavirus is if a child doesn't get the vaccine prior to nine months, they severely um, suggest that if they're not going to get it before nine months, do not give it, this vaccine to a child after the age of nine months because it it, it is makes that child super sick due to the injection of a live virus that is basically contaminated. And, but, okay, but 
it's okay to give it to an infant prior to the age of nine months when his immune system is so severely compromised? Yeah, don't ask me. Does not make sense at all. So the, the rotavirus turns into the norovirus, which is basically same thing and causes violent vomiting and diarrhea, um, compromising the, um, the, the enteric nervous system, the, the GI system of, of, the, of the person. So, so basically in a nutshell, we're, we're, gonna, we're talking about now um, the retrovirus, which if you go to Judy Mikovits, I, which I had the latest interview with her, who wrote the book, The Plague, which I highly recommend everyone get, not only to educate yourself, to be, but ultimately to support a woman has, that has been suppressed, that has been convicted, that's been arrested, that's been put into bankruptcy. They basically took all of her economic abilities away. They destroyed her research that she spent most of her life working on only because it told the truth and only because it went against their dogma and their ability to make monies because talked about the retrovirus. Basically, retrovirus they found in the MMR vaccine that uh, in mice found gave uh, leukemia and they also found in ca prostate cancerous patients, they were able to identify the cancer in the prostate was from a retrovirus uh, and and that and then linked it back to a vaccine what's so scary about a retrovirus is it has an enzyme called a, tr a reverse transcriptase activity which basically uh oh yeah yeah it's it's a little bit complex but when you look up um when you look up what a retrovirus is, it's defined as a type of RNA virus that inserts a copy of its genome into your DNA, a host cell that it invades, thus changing the genome of that cell. Ultimately, that ultimately causes within a person a neuroimmune disease, cancers, lymphoma, leukemia. Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, ultimately that's what it will cause in you because the root, what's the root of it? Because you got a vaccine that had a retrovirus in it that created reverse transcriptase activity in your body. Now, you will have this for life. This has been, once this is injected in your body and changed your cellular DNA, you have it for life. And let me go one step further. The research shows not only do you have it for life, but you have it for and are given to generations to come. So you're, you're passing it then down to your future generations. So basically today we talked about a little bit about the corruption that's going on and these national health institutions that are the ones in charge for the American safety, the health uh, and safety of Americans. 
but how can they have our best interests at heart if they're tied to patents or they're tied to um, any kind of big pharma position to make tons more money? Like, you know, for instance, once the inventor of the rotavirus, what was his name? Paul Offit. Once he was on the CD, once he once once he was on the panel um, to get the rotavirus on the CD CD schedule, he immediately sold the patent for that rotavirus and made over a hundred and eighty million dollars. Uh, yeah, I'll say that he had a stake in 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 taking those positions ultimately to um, to profit. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Offit, who created the rotavirus, sat on the board to get it passed into the CD schedule. Then after that, sold his patent for that virus vaccine and made $800 million. Okay. So I think that's uh, enough information for today that to get you a little bit ramped up. I, I know I, I seem a little bit, I don't know. I, my, the word is passionate. I'm passionate about this information because I hate to see anybody done wrong in any way. And especially when it relates to children. So Thanks for listening and getting informed and knowing about what's going on behind the scenes. In our next episode, we're going to talk about the future. We're going to talk about what, what's happening and hopefully we can do something about it to stop it. But if you, what you can do and what I can do is I, I'm, my job is to share this information and is with as many people as I possibly can. And if, and if you feel just as passionate about it, share it and let other people learn what's really going on that we weren't aware of. And I, I feel extremely lucky to have been able to um, have access to this information. So have a great rest of your day and thanks for listening once again.